Welcome back to Travels with Alicia. In this episode, I'm going to do something a little different. Rather than cover a destination, I'll talk about the best and worst travel advice from Anthony Bourdain. His death in 2018 was a tragedy. It left a huge gap in the travel industry that many have tried to fill. Before we jump in, I'd like to go back a little bit and talk about the visionaries and celebrities of the travel industry. For all of us that love to travel, we can probably remember when our obsession for travel started and who or what influenced our travel ideas. So for me, I remember collecting travel brochures from the travel agencies that were in the shopping malls. I remember also watching Rick Steve and Samantha Brown on TV and jotting down all the places I had hoped to go. These shows gave us a glimpse into a bigger and exciting world waiting to be explored. But then the game changed. Anthony Bourdain entered the travel world around 2002 with a show called A Cook's Tour. And then in 2005 came his famous series, No Reservations. And that ran for nine seasons. Anthony Bourdain was different. He started as a chef and an author and then somehow found his way into the travel world. His personality was very different from the prior travel personalities. Anthony was witty, unconventional, and had a tremendous work ethic. Saying that like he was rough around the edges is an understatement. He was very open in 1999 about his experiences and his heroin addiction in his book, Kitchen Confidential. I did read that book, and let me tell you, it was eye-opening. It was eye-opening and a glimpse into the whole restaurant industry and kind of definitely gave me a different view of restaurants, and it impacted me. And he was such a contrast to the travel personalities that came before him. If you're thinking of like Rick Steves and Samantha Brown, it kind of felt like you're watching like a Hallmark channel of travel compared to Anthony Bourdain and his raw and honest and some points vulgar descriptions and experiences that he had while traveling. But he did make it exciting. He made a whole new group of people interested in traveling and gave a different view of what travel can be. So before we jump in, let me just share one quick story. I actually did have the opportunity to meet him. In 2011, he was at the Hotel DuPont Bar in Wilmington, Delaware. He was in Wilmington performing a stand-up act at the Hotel DuPont or the, the theater there. He was discussing the books that he had written and his travel career. And it was right before his show, my husband Dean and I had tickets and we went for a drink at the Hotel DuPont bar. This bar holds like maximum 20 people. It's really, really small. He was there when we got there and he was being very hospitable, talking to people. Uh, Unfortunately, we got to meet him, but then he had to leave rather quickly as he needed to get ready to open his show. And in Anthony Bourdain style, it was quite obvious he had quite a few drinks even before the show started. So anyway, let's jump into the travel tips that he's given us over the years. Here's what I think are some of his 10 best travel tips. So number one, get off the couch and go. 
You need to stay open to the world around you. That I could not agree with more. And let me tell you, uh, Anthony Bourdain would always say things like, I'd rather be smoking weed and watching TV. And, you know, unfortunately in the U.S., it's too easy to go to work and then come back to our comfortable homes and and literally hibernate and hide. Um, A lot of Americans might go on a a one-week vacation, but traveling can be difficult. It's worth the effort. Get up off the couch and go. And so I highly agree with that tip. Number two, you don't have to visit big cities to have a good time. I agree with that very much. I mean, I personally love to visit big cities. I'm a huge fan of cities, but you don't have to visit them to have a good time. And you really don't have to go far. Go somewhere, interact with locals, which you'll find is a big theme in Anthony's advice. See what it's like. What do the people do? Where do they hang out? Where do the regulars hang out? And so big cities is not a criteria um, to have a good time and to have wonderful travel. Number three is venture off the beaten path. Avoid places. There's nothing he hated more than like a hard rock cafe or a McDonald's, like something like that. Go somewhere different. Go off the beaten path. Go to a temple or a site that hardly anyone knows about and do those things. So I absolutely agree with him. I mean, I I also like to do some of the tourist things. And that's not, I'm not saying go to a hard rock cafe, but I'm saying when you go to a city, there may be certain things that are touristy that you want to see, but they're touristy for a reason. So I think you can do a little bit of both. So I'm thinking of my travels with my son to, to Bangkok. Of course, we want to go see, you know, uh, the Grand Palace, but then... It's also fun to go down the small alleys and find the local places where people are eating and, you know, interact with people. So I think you can do both, but venturing off the beaten path is definitely a good travel tip. Number four, let travel change you. Realize you're going to see both positive and negative things and let that change you. If you do start doing some more adventurous travel and you are off the beaten path, you may be exposed to things such as seeing extreme poverty or lifestyles that are very different than we're used to. And these will have an impact on you. And it's in the impact, even if you see something positive or negative, the impact can be positive on you. So you know, actually with my travels, sometimes I used to avoid, like if I saw a child begging or this, sometimes now I don't tense up, I don't get stressed over it. What, what I don't think twice about a few dollars, which may not mean a lot to me, but it could mean everything to someone else. So, you know, just let that change you in a positive way. And that kind of goes into his number five tip, just be nice. He had many choice words for travelers, and it was mostly Americans behaving badly. When you travel, don't expect everything to rotate around you. And be nice, be patient, um, things like that. So, um, and it's funny because I think of him often when you go to a restaurant in another country. and, And honestly, for many reasons, your food may not come the way you expect it. It could be that you didn't know how to order it. You don't understand what you were ordering or the restaurant could have messed it up. But 
just be nice. And after reading his book and things, I don't ever send anything back. Just enjoy it. Order something else if you don't like it. Um, Be kind to people and it, it will come back to you in many ways. His number six one I thought was very interesting. And because he was an author, and I think he was a lot more insightful than a lot of people gave him credit for, his number six tip was choose novels over guidebooks. And so he talked about reading the book, The Quiet American, before traveling to Vietnam, and how reading these type books give you a sense of the country and the people and the sounds and the smells in a way that a guidebook never could. And I really like that advice. I not to say that I won't, um, maybe not, I don't use a guidebook anymore, but of course I look things up on the internet and, and make a few lists here and there. But I do agree with reading a novel that captures the country that you're going to is a much better way to get a sense of where you're going. So that's a great tip. Number seven was Pack Smart. And he kind of says it in a joking way because he t- had talked about he hates backpacks. He only likes his Toomey luggage, and he likes it because it's practically bulletproof. So if shit goes down, he was going to hide behind his luggage. So that was his packing smart advice, which is kind of actually funny. But packing smart is always good advice. Um, I also am not really a fan of backpacks. And so I like a small rolling luggage as well. And um, I kind of agree with that. So his number eight was don't let travel keep you from getting a workout. He was a big fan of jujitsu and he would find jujitsu places all over the world and just drop in and join whatever practice or um, session was going on. So I 100% agree with this. You know, for me, it's more of this is what I want to do. When I travel, I walk a lot. So that's something um, I do. But I don't have something like that. I mean, I would like to do more yoga and then wherever I go, do yoga. And I think that would be great. But that's, again, a wannabe versus what I'm actually doing today. So I do think it's good advice. And if you do have some type of activity that you like, keep doing it even when you're traveling. Number nine was eat and drink with the locals. And these last two, number nine and 10, I think are his trademark um, advice to people. Eat and drink with the locals. And that's something he did wholeheartedly. He at all costs would avoid, would avoid eating in any kind of restaurant where the locals weren't eating. He wanted to eat fantastic food. He wanted to eat the food that they eat. He wanted to drink with them and basically build a relationship. That's what eating was all about to him, getting to know the country. So eating and drinking with the locals is fantastic advice, and I recommend that wherever you go. Number 10 is another one that i just going to end his best advice with, is he said, prepare to be proven wrong. He even had a tattoo in ancient Greek that said, I am certain of nothing. And so any preconceived notions that you may have, be prepared for them to be blown wide open when you get out there and travel. Things that you may think a certain country's like or a certain people are like, 
you may be completely shocked when you sit there and enjoy a meal with them or get to know them better. So that is probably, I think, his best advice. Prepare to be proven wrong. Get out there and really enjoy the excitement of being proven wrong. It's pretty exciting when you think something's going to go a certain way and someone just delights you and you cannot believe that this person who is in a country that can't be any more different than where you're from is either as similar to you as you could ever imagine. So um, that's, I think, his best advice. And then I'm going to share just two or three that I think are borderline bad advice. But that was Anthony, and he was very um, vocal about how he liked to do things. And so the first one that I'm not really a fan of is he said, always arrive hungry wherever you're going. And he would comment how much he hated airplane food. And if the flight was long, he might order cheese at the most. And he hated people who brought food on planes. Instead, he would just drink alcohol the whole flight and then indulge in great food when he arrived in the destination. So um, that's fine if it worked for him. But for me, I think travel is hard enough. And you do need to eat and you do need to be hydrated. I, too, hate airplane food. And I used to eat it on all my trips just out of pure boredom. Now I try to get to the airport a little bit early, or if I'm taking off on my destination, I'll bring something from home and make sure I have water. So I do bring food on planes um, to try to avoid the airplane food and, you know, have water as well as a nice glass of wine. I'm just not sure I think I should be drinking the entire flight till I land um, versus eating. Just doesn't seem like the best advice. But again, that was Anthony Bourdain. The second advice that I think we just need to be careful around was don't preface your experiences around safety and cleanliness. He equated danger and uncleanliness with adventure. So I kind of partially agree with this, but you have to remember who you're traveling with. If you're traveling alone, be careful. I have a huge number of tips I'll share later on safety um, things to do while you're traveling. And if you're with a family, you know, again, you might not be able to do these type of things. But he, I agree with eating the street food. I agree with getting lost and wandering through places. But I do um, kind of warn against being a little more cautious than just uh, danger and uncleanliness is associated with adventure. So anyway, again, that was a, a tip that he always would share. And then the last one, his last piece of advice is drink a lot with everyone. And so with that one, I don't even know where to start. Um, Of course, I think it's fun to drink with the locals wherever you go. But again, if you're a woman traveling alone or you're in a place, I just think you need to keep your wits about yourself. So take that one with a grain of salt. Just make sure you have people around you that you can trust. But I do agree There's nothing wrong with having a drink or two or so with with the locals and with the people and enjoy your trip. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you live by some of this advice. Anthony Bourdain was definitely one of the travel celebrities that changed what I expect from travel. Traveling is not about checking off a list of tourist sites, but enjoying the unexpected experiences. Thanks again. 
And stay tuned for more episodes with Travels with Alicia.